Mitu Netter, Volume 1, The Great Oracle of Tahuti in the Egyptian System of Spiritual Cultivation. Chapter 3, The Source of the Light of the East. While in the past decade a great deal of progress has been made, at least among black scholars, to document the fact that Kometans, authors of the great pharaohic civilization, were blacks, a great deal remains to be done to show the authors of the great civilizations of India, Summer, and Canaan, Fuencia, were also black. Although the facts have been clearly known by white scholars from the time immemorial, there has been a conspiracy to hide it from the world. It is mere product of the inability of Europeans to cope with the fact that the greatest contributions to the establishment of civilization which is religion, science, geometry, algebra, astronomy, mathematics, writing, etc., were made by the same race that they enslaved and dispersed throughout the Americas. One of the greatest losses that mankind has suffered from the distortion of history is the inability to truly understand the great spiritual wisdom of antiquity. Scholars have resorted to all sorts of intellectual speculation about spiritual matters that can only be known through direct experience and practice. How else but through speculation can one discover the true meaning of teachings and beliefs for which there are either no written records or that has come down to us shrouded to the veil of allegories and myths? One may ask with apparent justification, but there is an alternative but there is an alternative once it is realized that the wisdom of antiquity was that of the same blacks who were today still dwelling in india sub-saharan africa etc then the alternative will be made clear through one to two correspondences, for example, if I note similarities between the West African Yoruba deity Obatala and the Dravidian goddess Tara, whose mantra is Aum, and the Kometan deity Ausar, whose name conceals the mantra Aum, and I can test my hypothesis with this existing ritual of Obatala, O. Yeah, Obatala, the goddess Tara, and the surviving material about Ausar. This works. This work has been done extensively for the past sixteen years by the priests and the priestess of the Ausar Auset Society, with results that a syncretism between all black civilizations past and present have been achieved. Very few people realize that the yoga techniques that are being disseminated throughout the world are fundamentally a creation of Africans. Hinduism as we know it today is a blend of prehistoric Western European region with many systems extracted from the original African cultural base. The earliest evidence of yogic practices date back around 3000 BC. Figurines of men seated in lotus pose and symbols of uh, Shiva in Shakati, Shakiti, Shakti, the main symbols of ancient black 
Dravidian spiritual culture were found in the excavated ruins of the two oldest centers of civilizations in Indus Valley, Harappa and Mohijo Daro. These cities were neatly laid out with rectangular city blocks, streets crossing each other at night, angles, brick houses, public baths with steam, heating, underground sewer system, etc., as early as 3000 BC, and they were senselessly destroyed by whites who invaded them and conquered the area between 1500 and 800 BC. In the history of ancient India, Rama Shankar Tripathi gives the following descriptions of the Dravidians who have been identified as the originators of the esoteric wisdom of India. The Dravidian, so-called from the Sanskrit term Dravida, were one of the earliest cultured races of India. West Asia is, however, generally supposed to have been their original abode, and the similarity of the Dravidian and Sumerian ethnic types undoubtedly lends some color to this view. The Dravidians were conversant with the use of metals and their pottery was of improved type. They knew agriculture and were perhaps the earliest people to build dams across rivers for irrigation purposes. They constructed houses and fortifications as observed by Dr. L.D. Barnett, Dravidian society was to some extent matriarchal. They worshiped the mother goddess. The mother goddess is a synthesis of 10 major goddesses in India, the Dasha Vidyas. The words of power were later synchronized to the yogic system. Aum, for example, was the word of power for the goddess Tara long before it was assimilated into the yoga, yogic system as we know it today. So they worship the mother goddess and a host of spirits. Presumably, the Dravidians were identical with the Dasa or Das Dice. Dizers. I have to look that one up. Of great importance in the above quotation is the reference to the ethnic similarity between the Dravidians and the Sumerians and the Daz and the Daosus. were black people and that the Dravidians are black skinned. As we know from the fact that they are still in existence, we must conclude that the Sumerians were black. Tripathi informs us that. The, the Dasus were dark skinned and of short stature. Their features were uncloth being flat nosed. These characteristics indicate that the, the Dasus probably belonged to the Dravidian stock, then occupying the parts over which the Aryans were seeking to establish their domination. Many of the Das become slaves of the conquerors having been admitted into the society as 
sued Russ, but others retired into the jungles and mountains fastness where we still find their descendants living in primitive conditions. It is of great interest to learn that the creators of the great civilizations are today living in primitive conditions due to the barbaric act of, con of conquest of others. Regarding the origin of the system of yoga, Vivian Worthington states that the following in A History of Yoga. We shall see how yoga appeared in the Indus Valley at Harpara and Mohenjo-Dara. It carried on as a Ramanism through the Aryan Brahminical and Vedic periods. Although fiercely contested to often persecuted by the Brahims, its main writings, the Upanishads, were later adopted by the Brahminical establishment and tagged on and at the end of the Vedas, thus changing the whole complexion of Hinduism into its modern form known as Vedanta. Regarding the nature of the religion practiced by the inhabitants of pure Aryan India, the Dravidians, Worthington states the following. Although Tantra received its philosophical basis from the Vahar Vajrayana school of Mahanya Buddhism. Its history is in much order and takes us back to the early semantic stream of Indian thought. In its active aspect, it can be locked on as a modern development of every ancient magical and fertility rites. In the es excavations of Mohijo Daro and Hap Harappa can be found traces of the worship of male of the male principle in the form of the lingham lingam and of the female principle in the form of the yoni. For these early practices developed the Siva Shakati cult, which is also a prominent feature of Tantrism. These early tantric practices were suppressed by the Aryans. Of the whites who came later and destroyed the civilization of the Dravidians, Trapathi states, the Aryans were tall and fair. The general opinion is that the Indo-Aryans, as also the Avestan Aryans, were a branch of the ancient Indo-Germanic peoples of the Weros, and before their eastward migration, they occupied for a long common habitat, which has been variously located in Central Asia. Thus beliefs rest on the ground of the close similarity between the speech as presented in the Riveda and the Avstan and the Indo-Germanic tongues. The whites imposed a rigid caste apartheid system in which the priests held absolute power followed by the secular leaders, kings, military men, etc., followed by the 
Vinus, who made up the merchant class, and the la and and the last the blacks who could only engage in manual labor. Needless to say, that the whites were the only ones who could belong to that higher caste. And Orientals and mulattoes belonged to the third. Intercaste marriage was prohibited. Nevertheless, they occurred. Eminem Kunti, Kunte, in his book, Vicissitudes of Aryan Civilization in India, relates intermarriages between areas and the Shudras, Koalis, and other Aborigines were frequent. The class of what the Americans contemptuously style mulattoes, quadrones, and octrones multiplied. The new masters also outlawed the religion of the blacks as they were as they made their religion the official one of the lamb. This caused the religion of the blacks, which involved cosmetology, meditation, deity, invocation, hatha yoga, mantra yoga, kundalini yoga, yantras, spiritual initiations, talismanic magic, tantric rituals, etc., to break up into separate practices, lacking the benefit of carrying on their training and practice in the organized manner that freedom would have allowed the priests allowed the priest led individual existences in the safety of all the forests. They were the rises who had to hide and teach in the forest as they were bitterly persecuted by the Brahmins. As time went on, several traditions emerged as those individual priests varying in degrees of knowledge and ability colored the material with their individual insight, temperament, opinions, ignorance, etc. In A History of Yoga, Vivian Worthington informs us that the Aryan religion was brutal and materialistic. The caste system was rigid and oppressive and the Brahims wielded great power. The shamanas as the yogis and other independent thinkers and teachers were known, they were tolerated when the priests were not strong enough to eliminate them, but were hunted down and killed and driven out of the area where the priests had full control. It is interesting to note how Vivian Worthington sidesteps the reasons for the Brahminical persecution of the shamanins. Instead, gotta look that one up. Instead of stating that they were persecuted because they were black, as any historian of ancient India must know, she makes it seem as if their persecution was due to their independent thinking. She knows very well, as shown in her book, that the Sumerian shamanas, instead of stating that they were persecuted because they were black, 
as any historian of ancient India must know, she makes it seem as if their persecution was due to their independent thinking. She knows very well, as shown in the book, that the Shamanas were practitioners of yoga, tantra, so-called mother goddess worship, etc. I have given these quotations to show the depth of racism and depiction, I'm sorry, deception that exists in the Western reporting of history. The Dravidians succeeded, however, in one thing. By around 872 BC, they wrote down their cosmological knowledge in the first of the Upanishads, which dealt a death below in the religion of the whites, the Vedas. It must be noted that the Vedic Aryan tradition has been totally abandoned in India since then to this date. And here ends the reading. You're on chapter 3, page 43, the second paragraph. Next up, definitions. Definitions. Etymology. Etymology. A chronological account of the birth and development of a particular word or element of a word, often delineating its spread from one language to another and its evolving changes in form and meaning. Etymology. Guttural. Guttural. Of or relating to the throat, harsh, throatly. Guttural. Nilotic. Nilotic. Of or relating to the Nile River or the inhabitants of the Nile River region. Or relating to the Nilotic group of languages. Nilotic. Nilotic. Bespatter. Bespatter. To soil by spattering, splash with water, dirt, etc. To slander. Bespatter. Bespatter. Dravidian. Dravidian. A family of languages wholly distinct from Indo-European, spoken mostly in southern India, in Sri Lanka, and including Tamil, Telugu, also a member of the Aboriginal population occupying much of southern India and parts of Sri Lanka. Dravidian. Uncouth. Uncouth, awkward, clumsy, unmannerly, strange and ungraceful in appearance and form. Uncouth. Uncouth. Retinue. Retinue, a body of retainers in attendance upon an important personage. Sweet. Retinue. Retinue. 
here ends your definitions.